Previously on Fixation, when last we left our heroes, Dan and Matt, they were talking at ends meet with Legend of Zelda. Today, we're going to continue our episode with Mass Effect. Mass Effect. everyone and welcome Hi. back thank you so much for coming back for episode two i hope you enjoyed episode one i am dan and this is once again matt nice to meet you matt how nice you doing nice to meet you dan how's your week been uh you know it's been okay how about you yeah it's fine do anything fun uh no not that's really. great moving oh, on yeah. so <laughs> um today our major topic and i am super duper excited about this one um because this is i mean a i peed a little that's how excited I am. Yeah, no, you've beat a lot. Like, <gasps> it, the smell's getting to it. Um, but uh, Mass Effect, everyone. Uh, I know it's a little older of a game. Uh, well, I shouldn't say anything. I mean, 2007 we, was just around yeah, the corner. Yeah, we just did Zelda, which has been around since I began since the dawning of time. I mean, since I was about born, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we are going to go ahead and talk about Mass Effect likes, dislikes, favorite characters, rosters, how to kill people, how to save people. And who did and you romance? It. And ooh, and the romances. Mm. Get the, I mean, Valentine's Day is soon upon us. There it is. And we'll make this the <laughs> Valentine's Day special. I would hope so with all the romance. I'm we'll figure sure. it out. If it's not, you know what? Just think of it as an uh, anniversary. I'm pretty I, sure this is going to air in any. March. So maybe oh. we're going to be a little past it. But Oh, right. Yeah, my bad. It, it's fine. All right. So, Matt, I'm going to start off with the very, very first question. Out of the three games, which one's your favorite? I mean, let's just face it. Two was just a disaster. Just terrible. Just real. Just the worst thing they could have ever game done. There. I mean, the ending, everything, the final bomb. I mean, it's got to be my favorite then. It's got to be. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, without a doubt. I mean, two, Mass Effect 2 is just a hands down, almost perfect game in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, there's not really much to even say. I mean, just even I just picked up the Legendary Edition again just mm -hmm. to replay them mm -hmm. because I originally had Xbox, didn't have it anymore, so I had to switch. Yep. However... Uh, just playing through the first one again, like, it's still good. Just kind of, okay, you know, cool little plots here and there. But, the, but then when you get to two, oh, yeah. the op just the opening. Oh, God. Every everything is just beautiful. We can rebuild him. Oh, man. Second one's great. How about you? What'd you pick? You know. Favorite one. In, so as much as I say two is a perfect game, I, you know, and don't burn me at the stake for this, three, <gasps> with with all of the included DLC, so you get the DLC like, was pretty which, when you get the nice wrap up of everyone at the uh, uh, what's his name? Anderson's apartment. Oh, yeah. The, all, the, after like, the party. Leviathan DLC where you see that giant uh, creature at the bottom of the ocean. Oh, yeah. I it's forgot about just, that one. And yes, the ending and we will get to it. Boo. Um, <laughs> but like I, I would replay three over and over again. And I think I would play two once or twice. Ah, uh, see, I would play two way more than the other ones. Oh, okay. So let's just go ahead and start a little bit with um, talking about one. Yes. Do's, don'ts, cans, won'ts, wills, likes. Really my only, so I just recently got through one again. Okay. Uh, definitely enjoyed it. Story still, the main story is still good. Sure. Some great parts in there, but a little bare bone. Yeah. Like, especially with the decisions. Yeah. Things are just like, especially um, one comes to mind with Rex. Okay. Where I always chose to save him no matter what. I didn't even know there was all this extra stuff with killing him. We'll get oh, to that yeah. later. But like, yeah, it was just like, oh, put a gun to your head. <laughs> or like, oh, hey, Ashley or whoever, Caden, hey, you want to. <laughs> and I have a really hard time with that decision because I, I like Rex. He's one of my favorite characters. If you keep him, he is such an amazing addition whenever you run into him. But I, I, I don't want that to hold me back on all of the fun things that'll happen without him. Right. Like, so it, every time I get to that moment, I'm like, Ooh, but I really like Rex. So I predominantly usually will save him and just be like, ah, it's worth all the fun. Like, you know, jabber that we'll right. have back and forth. And the alternative, if you obviously, if you kill him, uh, I think of what his brother Reeve or something like that shows yeah, up and three, takes his place in two. And then, oh yeah, two's grunt and then three Reeve shows up and it's just not as good without Rex. Yeah. I mean, the voice actress phenomenal, like oh, the yeah. character itself, especially and especially those characters that you meet in one, if you can keep them all the way through three healthy and on your team, yeah. you have that longer connection with them. You have that like meaningful, like you want them on your roster. You know what they can do. And it just feels more of like a family member to a certain degree. Right. Other than like 
when you get Vega in three and you're like, I don't know you. I'm not going to keep you on my team. Like, <laughs> you mean Alpha Chan? Yeah. Man, I'm, I love I'm Alpha Chan. I'm really happy that Freddie Prince Jr. is getting work. <laughs> I'm super excited about it. But they're like, go have a conversation with him. I'm like, or don't like I'm I get it. There's other people. I'd but like I to love talk Alpha to. Chad Vega. He's yeah, always Alpha doing Chad. them. He's always doing them workouts in front of you, making you feel inferior. Yeah. It's like you want to just go for a little boxing match. No, I don't. I want to go play space chess <laughs> upstairs. Plus his commentary on missions. If you put them in your squad, it's pretty funny from time to time. OK, so, OK, if we're staying on one real quick, then. Yes. Matt, I, I The real question is, do we kill Caden or do we kill Ashley? Uh, I know it's very popular to hate on Ashley, but. I think she just has a better story arc overall. I, I usually keep Ashley alive. Caden's just kind of milk toast, boring. Yeah. Every once in a while, he has a good little quip, but like, I don't know. He feels like that safe friend and you're like, eh, you can, you can maybe go. Yeah. What about you? I, I don't know. I go back and forth. I, I literally will flip a coin hmm. for either of them. Oh, flip a coin. There we yeah, go. Because it's, it's the one point I think <laughs> I don't for Ashley's character. Whenever <laughs> you talk to her in the first part, she's, she's, in my opinion, very unlikable. She doesn't like other aliens. You know, right. she's, well, she's your she's your uncle at Thanksgiving who has very big opinions. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, well, then I'm definitely killing you. But then you go and talk to Caden and he doesn't even say anything interesting. Yeah. So I usually just flip a coin. Ashley, though, in later in three, she becomes, I think, the character that you want to keep because right. I think her dialogue and her story, like you said previously, she do, it feels like she grows up a lot. Oh, it's yeah. like she went through her angsty teenage years in one, and then like three, she's like, "Man, I was kind of a, I was kind of a jerk." Yeah, she's like, "I'm so <laughs> sorry about that." Yeah, we're cool. Especially if you do a Paragon round one. Oh yeah, you can kind of talk her out of the, the like the specious stuff. You're like, "Yeah, hey, uh, it's like not cool, man." You gotta, you're gonna not be cool, here. I'm not actually. getting rid of these. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if you're gonna save Ashley. Mm-hmm. And then do you, do you kill like kill Mary? Yeah. (laughs) Except it's all kill. It's just kill, kill or kill, kill. kiss or Mary. (laughs) The story of mass effect, the kill, kill or have sex with like, that's about the whole story of mass effect. (laughs) Um, and then we get to two. What do you, and I know we've said this two is just two is beautiful, man. Yeah, it is. There's really not much I would change in two just for the sheer fact that it was just the, I mean, really just, Oh my God. Yeah. Really the only thing I would, change in two or even have a problem with is like maybe Zaid's character little little kind of weak just yeah. very um what uh 501st yeah 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 uh, star warsy it's yeah. a the dlc in two i think was phenomenal oh yeah um except for his but his mission was cool oh yeah no like we, all their side missions are great yeah it's really really but kasumi just had so much more going on oh in like not Such like a that, cooler character. You got to go to the fun little uh, where you got to dress up. Yeah, to put on your oh, that was great. Little James Bond, around, little yeah. James Bond, little uh, Jason Bourne stuff. Yeah. And then even when you go to like the hallway where it's like all of the rich artifacts, yeah. and it's like pieces of the Statue of Liberty. I always have to make sure that I'm like slow and not pick the one that like starts the story because mm. I like going through and then seeing like the the shadow broker demon looking guy. I'm pretty sure I messed that up in my first part. I was trying to do what you were doing and like, I want to take it all in. And I was oh, like, yeah. oops, accidentally clicky. And then you're like, and there goes <laughs> the entire cutscene. Great. Yeah. Um, that so was a really cool big part. fan of that. Um, so my question then for you, man. Yes. Uh, you have all three games in front of you, right? Correct. You Name, blindfold me. I do. Or, and so, so you get all three games, you get all of the lineup which we will talk about should have been in three, but we'll we'll save that for a little <laughs> bit later. Who's your dream team? Oh, dream team. Dream team. Ooh, ooh, that is a tough one. I know you're not a big fan, but I love Tally. Oh, God. Tally. Love the her. Korians are just Tally's the just, worst. I don't get people's love with the Koreans. Ah, they just, they're misunderstood. They're just. No, they're, they're not. <laughs> they're over. They're like hoarders from outer space who yeah. made a colony. And like, they, they're also kind of like a very Hank Pym. Is that correct? Okay. Who made Ultron? Sure. And kind of like lost control. Yeah. Feels yeah. very much like that. And I feel for that. I'm like, oh, you try to do something cool and then it backfired. But they're just the worst. They're constantly the worst. Actually, I think probably Salarians are the worst because they always constantly oh, kind of they go too no, far. Don't bring in this. Salarians do what they need to do. Okay. And they have confidence about yeah, but, it. With the genophage, they about went it. really too far. Hey, when the genophage started, everyone was in agreement with it. Okay. Yes, the Solarians made it. Sure. They're the scientists <laughs> behind the microscope. But it's not like they just surprised. I'm sure there was a council that said, okay, go ahead and release it. We will release this thing which will devastate them forever. <laughs> hold the disease. Hold the, di- hold the disease. Oh, no. Hold the cure. Hold the- <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Very. Ugh. 
I release it at the end. I'm a good person. Well, as most people do, I would hope. Okay, so you're putting Tally in your Dream Star lineup. Tally, then. yep. Are we just doing the normal like yep. squad of- We'll give you three. Oh, three, okay. Oh, geez. So I gotta say, ooh, so yeah, Tally. I would probably say Rex, just because I love the Krogan. Okay. And Grunt's just kind of, he's kind of like Grunt's Caden. fine. I he's like okay. Grunt. He's like Caden. You're okay, you're there. Oh, he's, he's just, much better than Caden. Oh, but absolutely. But he's just, when it comes to the other Krogan, like, yeah. Eh. Now, you don't do as much. Before you reveal the last one, <gasps> the do last. you pick your people based on their skills or do you based on who you like? Usually I do it on who I like. Okay. The first time I play the game, yes, I would base it specifically on skills, but later on I'm like, I don't need skills. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it's <laughs> I all got just guns. It's just favoritism. It's like I can basically kill everyone. Well, especially myself with the at difficulty in the, the first game, like that was a cakewalk. Even oh, yeah. on insane, you're like, whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, two and three, they really made you use cover and like think about things. And if you're doing the legacy where you start and you're playing all three, right. if you have the continued character. When you start two, you already have so much extra yeah. instead of starting two. So like when I play two, I usually, and I'm not gonna like flex or anything, but like I, I can walk through on hard mode now. Like it's not that hard of a game. Which is saying a lot, because usually you're not that good. I am terrible at, at video games, games, but like, man, Mass Effect just feels right. Uh, so uh, essentially you got good. I, I did, <laughs> um, but we're waiting on your third one. Oh, third. Uh, usually when I do tally, so I we got love, tally. I love to do. So I, I usually oh, you're one two. of these people. I love to. Put, I know where this is. I love to put Legion in there because you are just a little oh, Esther, just a little potster there, just a because it's always you're like, ooh, are they going to say anything mean? The dialogue <laughs> just back and forth. No, Tally says yeah. something mean. Legion just goes like, well, ha, Legion, ha, ha, yeah, so well, funny. Well, Legion's just like a child, like I don't know what's that Ugh. butterfly. Like, <laughs> really? I thought. But you'd no, be I actually, what what I usually choose though is um. Uh, I really, as much as I don't like Zaid, I do like taking him. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Just because sometimes his dialogue and banter is fun. And like, overall, he's just, I don't know. Just some, There's something about having like a regular, like 80s action star commando next sure. to me too. <laughs> sure. Um, whenever I play, if I have everyone in front of me, I usually, it, contextually based on the mission, like if it's a Korean based mission, I love bringing Legion. Oh yeah. You know, like I usually like to bring the one person that you shouldn't bring just because the dialogue just makes it that, that much is more true. exciting. It is, once again, the pot story. Yeah. So but, Dan, what's your, what's your dream team though? My dream team is Jack as my um, oh, biotic. Yeah. Jack is my, she can have all my money and all my blood. She is my <laughs> well, favorite. I mean, she'll probably take it. My so don't favorite worry. ones and zeros ever put together. Um, so I have Jack as my biotic. Jack is amazing. I usually will dance between Thane and Legion as my sniper because yep. I do try and keep it like biotic sniper uh, um, and then like muscle. You like so, to have the balance. Yeah. And then I'll usually dance around with maybe Grunt or I, maybe that third position's just whoever I feel like slightly yeah. close to at the time. And I will say I do that a lot too, just depending on who I feel. Sometimes I will substitute Jack in for Tally or sometimes I'll bring in like, uh, hell, I like bringing in a, you know, Chad Alpha Vega too sometimes. Yeah. Just because just he's, <laughs> he's such a weird character. Yeah, he's, he's he not feels my like, favorite. He feels like an extra from Starship Trooper that they left in the back. I'm like, yeah. hey, you, you want to kill some bugs? And he's he like, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like they had models left over from like the uh, Starcraft game. And right. they're like, you, hey, just we're going to port your model in. About damn time. But I will say there are people, and as, as much as that's a dream team of mine, like I don't think I've ever brought Morden on a mission in two. Really? Yeah, I just. He's fun. I, I've but, done every once in a while I will. But I just don't ever assume that he is combat ready. Like, <laughs> like I just don't <laughs> see him be like, that's the guy I want with a gun behind it's, my back. It's actually you know? funny you mentioned that because I was looking up like the stats in two to see who lives and dies and how they calculate it. Yeah. It's actually very interesting. Uh, they do it like a, based on a point system on combat readiness. Mm -hmm. So like uh, the lowest one, funny enough, Morton. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like go figure. So if you put him in any situation, he's pretty much going to die. Yeah. I just, <laughs> and I just, he's so useful and he's on the ship. <laughs> And he can sing and he can dance. He's like the perfect oh, shipmate. Right, yeah. But like I just in the field, I will never ever choose him. He's like a he's like watching your child go to kindergarten for the first time. You're like, here's your backpack. I'm gonna watch you till you get to the curve. Yeah. <laughs> I and, won't disappoint you. <laughs> and then it gets to the point where I know these are all fictional characters who don't know me as a human being or that people exist. But like <laughs> if I don't choose Garrus, I feel like he gets mad at me. I think that's fair. Like, because Garrus is like supposed to be your best friend and all this other stuff. And it's been like two missions and I haven't chosen him. I'm like, I'm sorry, Garrus. I, I have to take him. He's got to stretch his legs. Well, you and, know? and actually, to be fair, in the first game, they do mention him as a hothead several times. So. Oh, yeah. 
Especially after two, where he turns into the archangel, gets he the get, sniper he gets training. So much cooler in the two. The second he loses half his face, he becomes so much cooler. Oh man! Because in the first one, not gonna lie, like I don't remember this, but playing through it again, I was like, Garrus just wasn't as cool. Oh yeah. And then when you get to the second game, you're like, whoa, whoa, you went through a crazy transformation. In one, he's just like a C-sect officer, right? Yeah, he's who's a, just like, yeah, he's I don't like officer. what's going on here. And you're like, okay, sure, yeah. like jump on the ship. And every That's... once in a while, he'll have something cool to say, but like, eh. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. So who's your least favorite? If I, if uh, yeah, um, least favorite's got to be Jacob, just for the soul. Yeah, okay. Just because okay. he's got the boring aspects of Caden. Like, okay. you're okay, you're there, but then... When it comes to the third game and you have to go to that point where they're like, hey, I need everybody to come with me and stop the final fight. What's he do? Ooh, I got to take my kid to Taekwondo or something. Or, Ooh, uh, no, I don't got time. You're like, wait, you're, your kid's not even born yet. And he's not going to be born unless like, we stop these guys. He's like, "Ooh, I don't know. It's like, I uh, mean, I just drank a lot of Dimetap. I got a little bit of a sniffle. Like, like I, don't, I don't think yeah. I can make it out tonight. Right. It's such a cop out answer. Which is so weird for like the mission or the loyalty mission. they Right. Give him, which is so amazing. I mean. When I played that mission, because it's early on in two, yeah, then you're like, oh, this game's gonna get kind of like dark, a little yeah. dark, like, oh, and then you get to decide what to do with the dad. Oh, well, and his his dad's mission felt like what, like a really cool Star Trek episode, almost. Oh, without a doubt, yeah, it and I'm has like, that feel to yeah, it. Yeah, and I was like, oh, it's so good. And then like you get to three, and he's just like, meh, I don't feel like it. And yeah, like, he's Dude. like, oh, well, I mean. They they tried to rationalize it with him having a wife and kid, but that's not a needing good to protect her. And die. yeah, and that's <laughs> that's the one thing. And we'll get to it eventually. But like in three, where it's like I got mad because I didn't have my full cast. And if this is the end of the world mission, which depending on which in, ending you choose, oh absolutely, is the end of the world mission. Like <laughs> the end. everyone should not have anything more important to do than help me out. And that's exactly like, what everyone I thought. should be like. I'm behind you because if you fail nothing else matters whatsoever. Right. And like I said before, uh, when we were talking earlier, behind the scenes, mm. tune in next week. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> no, but please tune in next week. But yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> but um, no, but like some other characters actually have good reasons not being there. Like some are like, oh, we're here. We're just, you know, on the sidelines or doing other things. Sure. But yeah, like Jacob, just not a good yeah. reason at all. And we'd mentioned Jack. Like, I don't think she can be on your team, but she's present right. on the planet providing military I mean, if she's still alive at this right. point. Because and you get to choose whether she's going to be a support line or front line. And I guess we yeah. should say that this is under the assumption that you play the game either pure Paragon or pure Renegade to where you have as much as your team as right. possible. I mean, obviously full spoilers. Yeah, full spoilers. <laughs> I mean, this game's old. Like <gasps> 2007 wasn't that old. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> so other than that, do you, are there, is there any teammates that you actively try and like kill off now or like when you're playing the game do you ever not do loyalty missions just to spice up the whole thing so the first time through i'm a completionist and no but like yeah. the second and third time through oh absolutely I just i'm actually even trying to do like how i can kill the most people because i know people have done it and it just oh, yeah. looks so much fun well and so if you go and try and do a most kill playthrough you can still do the like the dlc at the end of three where you have that party at your house for everyone who's still alive and it's like four people and it's like Vega, who you can't right. kill. I think Joker, who you um, can't kill. So Joker definitely. So I, I just looked it up. Edie maybe's there. I'm trying to think. I saw um, this thing online about yeah, it. Yeah, Joker's definitely there. Really? And funny enough, if you kill everybody in two, you can't load that data into three. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have to have one person survive to make Shepard get on the live? boat. Oh, yeah. So Shepard dies if you don't, if you kill everybody in two. Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you kill every single member. Remember at the very end, he jumps into the ship yep, as a thing, you know, very, yep. uh, very heroic. action hero, very die hard. Yep. Joker goes to grab him because nobody else is there to grab him. Yeah. Slips and falls. Shut and up. They don't find him. That's amazing. Yep. And you can't load that data into three. And it's so done. you have to have one person survive. You get to choose whoever to lift him back up. One of my favorite laugh out loud moments of the entire series, though, is that um, usually if I'm going into the boss battle at two, I'll take grunt. I don't know why, but he just oh. <laughs> he just feels like somebody who should be there. You know, yeah. he's in the tank. And so, you know, it's a giant like, you know, uh, robot thing. You got to shoot his eyeballs and shoot the glowy hand stuff. And so da da da, you're doing great. You kill him. And then all of a sudden, you know, I, I don't remember if this actually happens, but you're on these platforms. Right. And the platforms start falling and you're yep. like slip sliding here and there. And and I don't know if this happens every time for everyone, but like one time 
a platform, you know, takes a 90 degree turn and like grunt just starts sliding down it, right? And here I am, Shepard. I run and I just catch this like one ton Krogan <laughs> with a one handed catch and it doesn't rip my arm off. And then I lift him back up into the platform. I was like, <laughs> I feel like maybe I should be armless. That would and be a really cool at twist. This point. That would be a great twist. You like, just go, oh, no. And he just takes you down with you. Be like, oh, And Shepard, just get the game over, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no. He's flying down. Bye, like, bear. Now, do you save the Reaper? Do you um, do you uh, destroy the Reaper? Uh, most of the time, I like destroying it. Really? I just, I, I don't like them. I don't like the Reapers. I'm like, oh, you guys are mean. So I just blow them up. Yeah. That elusive man, he's got some, he's got some good sense. Though. Yeah, and apparently he's way bigger in the books, which I haven't read. Yeah, neither have I. I guess we should all, we should have started out by saying this is all video game based. Oh, Absolutely. Maybe we'll get into books in the future. Probably sure. not. Probably not. <laughs> right after I read all those Witcher books and the Wheel of Time books. Ooh. and uh, hey, I just started Wheel of Time. <laughs> once, once those are done, then we'll right. dance into it. Though um, I will say I, I did um, do a little research on that. And apparently like uh, Kai Lang okay. and, um, and Elusive Man, they are way bigger in the book. So oh, hey, yeah. you should probably read them if you are interested in the lore. Because I have a little bit that expands. I want to talk about Kai Lang, but I'm going to save that for what we would change uh, lore wise at the end of three and Ooh. how we would kind of not fix the ending, but like make it a little bit more it, where it feels like what we did mattered instead of like, no matter what you just get three <laughs> instead endings. of what we got in the apology they tried to fix. <laughs> um, I will say though, the one thing I would love to cut from the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, so let's talk about this real quick. Favorite side missions and least favorite side slash loyalty missions. Oh, do you remember any of them? Oh, I know I do. you just did one, so. Yeah. Um, you know, funny enough, I don't like Miranda's side loyalty mission that much. Okay. It was just a little kind of boring. It was what, her sister, and you had to like go save it's, her sister from her daddy. It's very character yeah. development for her. Yeah, which is fine. And like the story aspect was fine, but like the actual mission itself playing through it. I mean, it was fine. I mean, yeah. the one thing I've always liked about the Mass Effect games is like it's fairly – What's the term? Railroad? It's very yeah. like, I mean, kill everyone in the corridor, right. find the only door that opens, go to the next corridor, kill everyone in the corridor, find the only door that opens. You know? Right. Um, but I, I, her side mission, I think with her character, like I think her character is very rich because yes. if you look at and you read all the dossiers about her and like how important her family, like she is a very fleshed out character. But if you don't and you just kind of leave her on your team and don't research, she seems very vanilla. Well, and very full of herself. But then when yeah. you read those things, you're like, oh, I get it. You're made to be the perfect. Yeah. And especially if you go to romance her. Right. Then you have like a whole separate thing where she has a little bit of a moment with you about, you know, her family and how important yeah. her sister is and all that other stuff. And but yeah, just that, how that vulnerable she actually is as a character. And yeah, the development part was great. But like, I don't know, just felt very, here's a couple of hallways and oh, there's some mercs. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. My favorite and least favorite loyalty missions are the same mission. Because oh. I know I'm going to blow your mind here. Legion's loyalty mission in two is it three? <laughs> I actually don't remember his mission. So I much. think I think it may be three. Oh, God, don't burn me alive here. I think it's I burn think it alive be, in the comments. I think it may be three. I want to say three, maybe two. It's been a minute since I played all three of them. But it's uh, it's the one where you find out how the Koreans built and created. Oh, I remember uh, the Geth, right? Yep. And so it's it's an amazing exposition yep. dump. It's so cool. You see these like clips. The problem is it's wrapped around this stupid VR where you just have to shoot blocks with a VR gun. And it's it's not even really a puzzle. It's just <laughs> you go to this plank, you see some orange stuff, you shoot at it, and you have to like clear your path to the next memory node. And I I just remember going like, man, I want to learn what happens next, but I am miserable getting from A to B. Uh, first of all, VR is the future. Okay, yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> no, in, but the, I, it's in the future. No, so. I. you definitely jarred my memory on that one. Yeah, uh, I agree. That one was a little silly with the uh, the amount they made you go through with the shooting of the blocks. Yeah, but and it's just like- The and, story was magnificent. And it just <laughs> keeps going. It's not like there's one room. There's like four or five different, and then it gets kind of complicated because yeah. you shoot one and then you're just running around in a circle and- Oh, yeah, it was. That's my favorite information wise, least favorite playable wise. Um, as far as l least favorite plot wise and most fa I'm going to swap you most favorite playable wise. OK, Thane. Really? Like the plot. OK, we get it. You, you get the bad guy. But like playing it, that was it was like Metal Gear. 
okay. sneaking around, killing people. Like and things? Yeah, the assassin. That's well, you're not really sneaking around. Yeah, but you know what say, I mean? You're just, just on the jungle planet in... Well, no, Thanes is in your, the, uh, the, a building. Oh, the, I'm thinking, this, you're uh, thinking Oh, I'm you're thinking, thinking yeah. Zaid's, No, yeah. Thanes is fun. Yeah, Thanes is just fun. It feels like Metal Gear, like going through a building, but you have to stop the bad guys. Are you talking his get him mission or his loyalty mission? His I loyalty mission his loyalty. is his son. Oh, crap. That's no, where that's, that's where, where you're in the underground. I got it mixed up. literally where you're sneaking up in the rafters following now, Actually, you know what? Son, that one is still fun. Because his son's going to assassinate somebody. And you know, honestly, that still has a Metal Gear vibe. So, it, hey. I, that one made sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, still not wrong. <laughs> still not wrong. Ha <laughs> jerk. Actually, no, that one was really good, though. I enjoyed that one. Pretty much anything with Thane is just oh, man. fun. Oh, yeah. I And, and just great story-wise. Whenever I think about 2 and I think about how much I love playing it, one of the first memories that will always show up is going to be that mission where you get Thane, where you finally get to right, like, the, the one CEO. I was talking about the CEO, yeah. And then, you know, he, you learn how he does his memory thing. Oh, and he's like, so cool. quiet as the sunsets, uh, beaming on my skin. Uh, so, and you just, <laughs> and you're like, what is happening in this game? He's flipping out. <laughs> he's freaking out, man. Oh, but yeah, his, his sun mission was the still really cool, though. The coolest. Oh, yeah. And just the outcome, if you don't do like his loyalty mission and like, like I think a major character dies later on because of it and some other stuff. Like yeah, there's yeah. some real consequences are, for not doing some of those loyalties. He's definitely one of the long-term decision changers. That I also happen. love the fact he'll die if you don't visit him in the hospital. <laughs> Shut up. Really? <laughs> he dies if you don't visit him in the hospital? <laughs> I didn't send you flowers, please. When is he in the hospital? Uh, he gets blown up. Later oh, yeah. Or something afterwards. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's in three. Again, spoilers, but because you need, because he saves the, um, someone on the council. Right. Right. Yeah, and if he dies, they get saved. And yeah. I'm going to say his name with all the disdain that I Dude, can. Yeah. Uldina. Oh, I think what a hateful guy that is. Yeah. Not a big fan of that character. Yeah. He's especially when you find out he betrays everybody. You're like, oh, Dude. yeah. But the second he opens his mouth, you're like, this guy's pretty much a jerk. And you want to hear something funny about it? I would Udina, love to hear Counselor something. Udina or whatever. Like it, the very first time I played there, I'm like, clearly he's probably a secret good guy. I'm going to put him on the council. And then like you did. Yeah. Oh, and I was doing a Paragon run. I'm like, sure. Yeah, just, sure. Okay. Well, Anderson didn't seem like he really wanted it. I mean, he's like, you're going to retire. You play give golf. it to him. You know, he didn't want I know, it. So he has then, to be on. But then later on, I found I'm like, man, I really misplayed. <laughs> but it, it doesn't really matter though. Cause at no, the I'm, end, once you start two, he's like, yeah, I basically did it for a little So the only, the only difference between putting one or the other on the council is how fast you get your specter reinstated. That's it. That's the only thing that it really affects. Yeah. And yeah, it makes the plot a little different, but not much. Sure. Okay. So then we have, okay, now let's, um, Matt, favorite romance. Oh, who's the waifu? Of who's, the who's, who's, who's the, who's the oh, uh, boy or girl that makes you blush? <laughs> well, there's a Mr. I know Chad Bay. Oh, who? No, no I was it's kidding. <laughs> actually, uh, unromanceable. I think he is unromanceable. Uh, I, but I do believe I read that in the end, if you drink too much at the party, <laughs> <laughs> he is somebody that you can accidentally wake up next to. Oh, I, no way. Really? Uh, yeah. And then you look at each other and go like, we're never going to talk about this. You don't high five. You don't high five. Man. Nope. Same with uh, Out of character. What, for what's you. the Prothean's name? Uh, uh, it's like Javak. Javak. He can be somebody that is unromanceable that if you drink too much at the party, you can wake up next to. Do Protheans even? I don't want to go there. I mean, we just, you drink too much and you wake up next to it. That's uh, all we need to know. I know, I know mine's probably tied. <sighs> You're going to say the person that I can't stand. I know. I mean, Tally is just waifu. Tally? She, she's I, best waifu. I just can't get behind it. Like, I'm not trying so, to say anything, but she's. If we go top three, I would say Tally. Um, Jack. Tally number one. Tally number Tally. one. Tally me banana. And then Jack. Jack's just great. Jack's great. Jack's just great. I mean, around. we could have an episode just about how great. Just what a great character. Character arc. she is Ugh. from start to finish. Like the the growth that happens. No and kidding. The path that she takes and the missions. She comes. She becomes a youth minister. <laughs> oh, yeah, she does. She kind of does. For little psychos. <laughs> you know, there's actually an extra deleted scene. If you 100% everything, she's a uh, actual youth rapper now. She has a music video. <laughs> no kidding. About uh, the way of the biotic. It's called Bubba Bubba Biotic. It's pretty great. <laughs> womp womp. Okay, anyway, so one is uh, Tally. Two is Jack. Oh, man, if I had to say three... I, I like Ashley. Ashley. I like it. Really? I like it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it does have the three game arc, so. It does. Not to mention, especially with the third arc in that, like, the way her character goes, perfect. Who's your no never? No never? Who's your no never? Oof. Honestly, uh, Liara. 
oh, that's crazy. She's my no never too. Really? Yeah, because it just feels so forced in the right. game. Right. Like she always like. Nothing time. against her. She's like a nerdy little yeah, yeah, scientist. I, I dig her character. Yeah. And like we have some really good dialogue, but then she was commander. And then she looks at you in the eyes and oh, like yeah, it just it zooms weird. in. She's like, would you like to hang out later? I'm like, okay, no, first of all. And I get it. And I'm like, eh, am I a Captain Kirk? Don't want to bang every Ellen? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> maybe but just then, one, but not it. And maybe it's because I'm petty and kind of bitter. Um, but I remember playing one of my playthroughs. I romanced her in the first game just to see what would happen. Right. right? Played two. And yep. so then, if you remember, she's almost not into at all because she's off doing Shadow Bro or she's off. Oh, yeah. She's uh, mainly in the DLC. And that's yeah, really yeah, about, the Shadow Broker yeah. DLC. And so you do run into her, though. And, you know, she's on the planet and you run up to her office and you're like, hey, you remember me? Like, we had a thing. I died. I'm back. And you're like, so let's let's see. what. And she's like, "Ooh, I don't have time for you. <laughs> and literally and you like you go to hug her and she's yeah. like, Dude, take a step back. And like the second that happened, I remember putting my controller down, staring at the screen going, oh, is that how we're playing it then? <laughs> it's like dead to me. And you became scorned and instantly. And I was just scorned and I was like dead to me. I am upset. And then later on in like in the beginning of maybe three or something, she's like, oh, should we get back on that train? I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> I have things to do. Uh, I wish there was a choice option for the dialogue wheel. Just like it's Paragon, Renegade. And just sarcastic sarcasm, just asshole. (laughs) Like just, just some real mean stuff. So who's your top three then? I already know who your one's going to be. Oh, it's Jack. Yep. Jack, Jack, and Jack. She's definitely great. Without a doubt. But what about two and three? You know, for the longest time, one was Miranda. Oh, okay. Yep. I I love the accent. Very sassy. The second, and she like, I got to think for like powerful women who know they're in charge and she's better than you in every single way. Yeah. And then, you know, if you do your research and read her dossiers, like I mentioned before, like how much actual deep story she has to her. She's great. So, uh, well, for, especially in the beginning, she's very like, I am better than you. Don't yeah, talk to me, Shepard. Yeah. She's very much IRS about everything, yeah. you know, um, mission fest. That's my British accent. Thank you. The Oscar goes to me. Um, but then, so that's, she's my two. Jack's my one and three. Yeah. Third one's usually, I don't know. You know, I, I can't lie. It can I be a guy. Usually, I usually don't dance back and forth. I usually don't, I just go between those two because, and and not to be insensitive to people who like Tally, but (gasps) when I first met her in the game and her voice, to me, she's like a 13 year old girl. No. Like I, it just, it's how I just read it. Everyone's different. I'm not trying to, you know, project. And so like when people are like, oh, I romanced her. I'm like, oh, (laughs) like. But you're also forgetting the fact that like if your toaster ever breaks down, she can fix it. Yes, that's great. (laughs) That's great. She's really good at repairs. Um, But if I had to choose, I'm trying to think of all the options. Well, I never um, really did actually. There's also Garrus. Garrus is fine. Like I feel like Garrus would be the safe friend that you have a relationship with. (laughs) Garrus is someone you just want to hold hands with on the beach. You know what I mean? You just sit there and. You just, you just want to. We're gazing at the ocean, aren't we, Shepard? Yeah. Garrus is probably the best stargazing friend that you have. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But a a third, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I really have to like hard, because it would have to be somebody I haven't really. Now remember, you can also romance to a degree the reporter as well. Well, well, that's more just kind of a one night stand. Here's my number three. Kelly. Kelly. I was going to say there's also Kelly. Kelly. The second she showed up in two and I was like, oh, hey. And she does a little bit more in three, too. You just got to play around with the plot. You can't be too forward right off the bat, but you're like, oh, maybe you come to my place later. She's always an option. And then, oh, no, in um, Yawin in three. Yeah, I forget her name. But she she's like Kelly's replacement. Oh, yeah. But then you find out that she's a I, I believe you find out she's a lesbian. So if you're a male shepherd. But if you're femme shep. Yeah. You can, yeah. Yeah. She's the one with the digital toothbrush. Oh, that's that, right. That if you play the DLC, it saves the entire uh, universe. Yeah. Do you remember that? I think I do. So like, you remember, you have to like break back into the Normandy after the fake shepherd oh, has taken over. Yeah. They've, they've cloned you. They have your DNA. Right. And they, they're in the Normandy. They're about to take off and you're in like the dock and you're like, oh my gosh, how are we going to get in here? And then you're like, oh my God, in order to get in here, we need a subsonic something, something, something. Oh, that's right. And then she had mentioned previously, she like wanted a $25,000 credit toothbrush because it has hyper or mass effect field. The best toothbrush on the Citadel. Best toothbrush in the Citadel. All right, well, it looks like we are going to go ahead and take a break.
shake. Have you ever been looking for a definitive Nintendo ranking and can't seem to find it because it's just everybody's own opinion? Honestly, all the time, Sam. Well, I'm looking for someone to give us the answers. Wait, you mean like a podcast made by two young, handsome men where they create a definitive top five list of all things Nintendo? Should we just do it ourselves? Yeah, that sounds fantastic. Let's give it a shot. I'm Sam. And I'm Jake. And, and at, at Top 5 Nintendo, Nintendo, I'm going to give you my top five list. And I'm going to give you my top five list. And then we're going to duke it out and see what the real top five is. Elcor Audiobooks, now available on all forms of media, even your Zooms. Elcor Audio, hear all your favorites from such things as Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stones. Hi, I'm Ryan. And I'm Mike. And, and we, we are, are brothers, brothers in law. We both love beer and are amateur home brewers. Wait, so does that make us brothers in law? <laughs> I believe so. Every episode, we will talk about aspects of beer and home brewing. But nothing super technical because we're learning this too. So join us as we sit down together and dive into something beer related. Whether it's a little field research, tasting a certain beer style, or beers from a specific brewery, talk about our experiences brewing beer at home, including our own solo brews, as well as themed competitions we will set up along the way. We will also talk about some of our favorite aspects of brewing, like hops, extra ingredients, building our brew cave, and more. And of course, our own misadventures that have happened along the way. So if you like beer, are home brewing already, or if you have an interest in home brewing and don't know where to start, join us on Brewers in Law podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at Brewers in Law and check out our website brewersinlaw.com. Cheers. Cheers. And we are back, everyone. Welcome back. That was beautiful, man. That was Thank really you. beautiful. Um, so uh, we really wanted to spend the second half of this show dedicated to the fiction part, F-I-X-C-T-I-O-N, because really the one thing that we have to talk about. I don't want to do it. Yeah, the one that <laughs> the the core in the room is the oh, ending. Oh, no. Okay, I, I would give this whole like series a 10 out of 10. If it weren't for that But ending. if it weren't for just... A big old swing and a miss. It's really just that last like couple hours of missions in the last half of it. Like, I, you know, I don't even hate the missions. I think it's literally the last 20 minutes, which is a long 20 minutes yeah. because it's a lot of dialogue. And just, I mean, we'll start with just the beginning of the quest. Like we said before, you don't even get your full roster back or at least in a, a good excuse for yeah. them. Like most of them, like I think Miranda's is kind of evasive and like daddy issues or something. And she's like daddy issues. And then Jacob's like other daddy issues. Yep. yep. I'm the daddy issue. I'm that's the daddy happening. issue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to, if you don't mind, the one thing I want to start about is how I think this game in three tried a little too hard to be psychologically deep. Yeah. Um, and I bring that up with the kid. Do you remember the little like cut scenes where in the very beginning of the game, yeah. you see the kid jumping or like you almost save him and then he runs away right and then uh you see him get on a like a ship that escapes and you're like oh thank god and then the ship blows up and right? before anybody says anything i know everybody there's that fan theory out there like oh that's just proof shepherd was indoctrinated oh but actually no. the creators came out and said we wish we were that smart which yeah, is kind of a funny way to do it, but I, like, I, it's more just ptsd uh, yeah and dealing i think with death. i think that's exactly how yeah. i i took that's it, how i took like, it and I, it's it's interesting. I wish you, we would have done PTSD a little bit more sprinkled through mm -hmm. because to have it all drop on three and like those missions where you're just not even missions, like the right. cut scenes where you're running through the wispy woods, right. chasing that kid. Like that regret, you, you can't save yeah, everybody. And then yeah. every single time you find him and you're picking him up and he's burning. And maybe there's some deeper symbolism that you guys that are listening are like, oh my God, you guys didn't get it. I mean, obviously kind of survivor's guilt stuff. Yeah. But like, you know, honestly, that's probably the only thing I'd change in too is just adding more little things like that because you did come back from death. Yeah. Maybe a little more, you know, mental trauma in that well, one. But And I think it's so crazy because in two, there's a DLC – that you like basically destroy a Batarian home world. Oh yeah. Like you have a, I think there's a, you blow up a Mass Effect relay and yep. then a and con. Their, their something. whole species is stuck. Yeah. They and can't like, get to the rest and, of the universe. And, and, no, you destroy, well, I think it, you can choose right? either you take out a mining 
facility or yeah. I'm, I'm unsure, but like long story short is you kill a ton of Batarians. Right. It was like- It's pretty devastating. It's one of those had to happens, you know, you're not malicious about it and you do feel bad, but I like- I mean, you could be malicious if you're renegade. <laughs> I just think it's ridiculous that you have all of these, this massive death thing under your belt and you see one human then die and you're like, well, that's it. That's the trigger. Like that's- Oh, I got it. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's, let's face it. Shepard's gone through a lot of oh, yeah. traumatizing things throughout both the games before this. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay. I, I mean, the dude saw a giant Terminator robot Reaper humanoid thing. Yeah. That alone should oh, drive yeah. you insane. Well, and that's why I think like, I usually play pretty full Paragon. I'm a nice person. I don't like playing characters that I don't like. And sometimes if I do too many renegade things, I'm like, I don't like who I am but right renegade's now. Renegade's fun. It is. But I think the renegade version of Shepard would be more realistic to what that person would be like at the end of this whole thing. Probably. Like all the incessant infighting between all the races. Right. And all this other stuff. You would just like, you would just be like, shut up. Everyone <laughs> shut up. We're going to save the universe. I don't give a crap. Get on the ship. Give me your guns. We'll talk about this later. I wish there was a dialogue wheel for that where you just pull out a PowerPoint presentation. Big scary thing space. Yeah. Coming. I just saw it like and I, I haven't seen every single clip, you know, because I mean, this game is so expansive. Oh, to yeah. get Every single team members optional dialogue in every mission would right. take you for forever. But I did see one where if you're full renegade, it's Tally's mission where she's under uh, arrest from the Quarian fleet yeah, because her dad sh- did some shenanigans. Well, he's an admiral. Yeah, and so- You marry into royalty, they're, they're essentially, trying- if, you, if you make her a waifu, just say it. <laughs> Quit saying waifu. Quit. <laughs> um, and so like you go and you're her, you're her lawyer because mm. you're her captain now. Oh yeah, I love that part. And so like I always have Paragon high enough where I just like, I'm like, she's amazing. Everything's great about her. You know, you you guys are wrong you about Phoenix her. Phoenix writer. Objection. Yeah. Objection. And then, but I finally saw what happens if you're full renegade and you basically tell everyone to F off. <laughs> you tell her to get on the ship that this whole thing's a kangaroo yeah. court. You refuse to take part of it. You're a traitor. You're a liar. Shepard drops the mic and walks out. Oh, and they're like, beautiful. And they're like, yeah, that that that's fine. And I'm just like, man, maybe I do need to play more Renegade. Seriously, there's some of these dialogues are just so seriously, fun. Seriously, some of those Renegade options are just gold. Oh, yeah. Oh, anyways, um, back to it. But yeah, back so to hating on that. No, the kid, kidding. the kid, I think, needs to either be reworked retouched or just cut just all in together. general yeah just, just do more with the the weird surrealism yeah i i just think it's hard to drop something like that in three yeah. without having at least a peppering of it in one and two um same with uh kai ling like we were saying oh. like with i know you have more on him but like yeah, yeah. you just bring him in kind of last minute and he sure. doesn't really do anything besides just kind of yeah you know I mean, gotcha he's, he's just a ninja He's yeah. just a space ninja. Because you miss so much without reading the books. And it's like, I wish you guys would have, like you said, peppered him in. Maybe yeah. in two or one a little yeah. bit. Especially in um, one. And There's so much bare bones nothingness in one. You could have filtered that so in. So I think I can fix Kai Lang. <gasps> I, I mean, I don't think we should cut him. But he has a mask predominantly his entire time. You never, I yeah. don't believe, see his face. So I think you could have easily, and again, I know this is probably going against the books, which is fine because I didn't read them. But- I think if you're going to introduce Kai Lang as this mystery ninja who's running amok and destroying everything that you love, there should be a point where you do a reveal, right? You pull the face off. Who are you? Who are you? And it should be the person that you let die in one. Absolutely. It should be Caden or Ashley. Because that would have been a way bigger impact. And like, you know, give him more of a facial covering and then, yeah, the big yeah, reveal. That would be, at oh least we have a At least we have a big, because you're, you're with Kaiden, or Caden and Ashley on the first mission and pretty much throughout the game. Yeah. Way bigger impact than just dropping some random guy on you. I believe whoever that you lose, like, is mentioned numerous times throughout the series. Like, it's... Well, especially by the other player. Like, so it'd be even cooler if you had to take the other person on that mission, too, when you first get the reveal. Yeah. You could get so much more out of it. just... And it'd be an amazing tie back to one. It introduces that, you know, Cerberus, you weren't the first person that we used the Lazarus project on. Right. Do you think we were going to prototype it on you? No. We found this person like somehow oh, you could we, build a lot somehow we got the body out before the bomb went out i mean it's it's a video game you could easily just write that in without and they, they kind of so do it to your best gal too my best gal yeah if you never get jack or anything on your team or she you know she's so dying, yeah yeah she'll no, come if back you, as a baddie if you don't go to the grissom academy yeah and you just surpass that entire mission cerberus takes over grissom 
and then you have to you just, have to fight Jack as kind of like a rando. It, yeah, it's, I think it's like Soldier X, something, or something like that. Like yeah. That. Same with Legion, yep. I believe. If Which you, is awesome if you hand him over to the Elusive Man. If you hand him over, man. he's like uh, one of the Geth at the And end. you're right. I wish they would have done that with like the, the corpse of the previous one you left. Oh, yeah. then they'd have even more motivation to hate Shepard. Yeah. And I think it would just be another amazingly personal way to tie in the series. Because what we're really getting to is a lot of people felt that all of your decisions didn't really matter. Yeah, they didn't carry nearly as much weight as they did in two. And, you know, I hear that. I, I hear that complaint. But seeming you can replay this series so many times and have so many different things. Like if you start out at point A, it's going to spider web into a thousand different things. But it is going to come back to a point. Like there does need to be an ending to a certain degree. Right. But I then, just don't like the three endings. Yeah, I was going to say, but, they, but the endings are all kind of the same. I, you They're know all what? kind of the same. And I, and, you know, and a lot of people hate them. I understood why it came that way where it all ends with a decision i just wish that each one was fleshed out more right in the after credits um so let's just talk about them real quick so there is all um, obviously there's a destroy destroy all you have the synthesize with the humans synthesize the robots humans. and humans together is one yep that's the green one right there's blue red and green blue green is a merger and then one is you control all the reapers, yeah, right? Yeah, one's control. So it's control, control, destroy, destroy merge, synthesize. Yeah. Which one did you choose, Matt? Tell me. Oh, I love doing destroy, like I said. Destroy. I don't, I don't like the reapers. Destroy. <laughs> so it's, 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 wait, and, and it's all mechanical life, right? Yeah. Basically, the world shuts biggest, down the mass relay, shuts down everything. The biggest EMP the universe has ever seen. So right. every Corian's dead now, right? Mm, probably. I mean, if, so I, I assume all electricity's out. Right. So if their suits are re reliant on anything mechanical to filter the air that they breathe. Well, as long as they're all Koreans well, are gone. As long as they're not as long as they're on their flotilla, they're fine. It's for out. No, the flotilla's done. The flotilla well, is just out. floating out in space now. Yeah, but But it, however, here's the thing. Like the suits just made to keep external things out from different But it's a filled it's a filtration system right. that without a because doubt needs electricity yeah. to use, right? I mean, it's not like they just have a bunch of cotton in a like Toilet paper right. tube that they breathe through. Which makes my story romance ending even that more so impactful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So if you choose destroy all, yeah. so all Koreans, I believe, are gone. All Geth are, of course, gone. Because, oh, Geth are, yeah. yeah. Um, everyone in any spaceship at any point is all trapped. You know, like, I, I guess I just always have the question of like, so... If it takes out all of that stuff, like we should be able to fairly, I mean, I know the mass relays are going to take a long time to rebuild, but like, well, that's the thing. Like nobody knows how to build them except for the Reapers. I mean, we have Prothean data. Yeah. But the Protheans got close to it. They never finished. Cause in the first game you learn that, oh, they got close. And that's why the Reapers are like, oh, time out. I thought they said the Protheans are the things that made the mass relays. No, so the who Reapers, made the mass relay? The Reapers. Re okay. Cause the Reapers use that to get around, to get everybody around so they could harvest them. So it's kind of like they use it as an alarm system. Got it. They're like, as soon as uh, life force is able to get to the mass relay and use them and get to the Citadel, they're like, oh. Oh, that's when they've achieved a high enough thing that we need to come yep. and purge. Okay. So then. Which is one of my favorite moments in Mass Effect 1 is when you talk to Sovereign about all that. And you're like, hey, Sovereign, why do you do that? And he's like, don't talk about it. Leave me alone. Here's a little bit. Go away. <laughs> and he's like, I'm coming for you. And then he just comes right here like, daddy Sovereign got mad at Seriously, me. Seriously, it was such a weird moment. I was like, I don't remember this the first time I played. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he just swings around. <laughs> like, okay. So that's this. And I, I don't think I've ever done Destroy All. I've looked up online I've done all three and of watched them. the video. I usually, because yeah. I'm a pretty big hippie, I think I usually go... um. I usually go synthesis because I think that's like the best of both worlds. But like, I just remember after uh, picking synthesis for the first time, I wanted to see it play out a little bit more as in, I wanted to see Edie come out of the spaceship with real hair. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to show an immediate, like everyone's DNA, like every Corian should instantly be able to take off their mask. Like if we're all merging all synthetic life and all real life together yeah. as one, like I think we should instantly be seeing that kind of stuff. Well, and you kind of see it with Saren in the first game again. Like he is that mesh. Like you see his eyes all messed up. Same with the elusive man. Like you get that weird eye. You get the yeah, weird yeah, yeah. like implant tentacles. Yeah, but that's the evil version of it. I'm, oh, no, I'm that's like, the synth. 
Uh, That's but, the, this is but this you're, you're going to get half ending. and half. We're going to there is no happy it can ending. Be an You're attractive all the same. Synth. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, we can make the wires look good. It doesn't have to be like a digital <laughs> rash going across your face. We can, we can make the wires look. Yeah, good. come on, silly. I've seen Billy. what they can do on Etsy. We should be able to make wow. some really nice wire. Wow. Um, but I would love to see that and just fleshed out a little bit more. And what happens with the what happens with control? You just rule, right? Essentially, Shipper like you just puts his. Um, persona into the aether of the and you become workings you right? essentially become what the star child is you the take star the, child, the that's star child right. you become the star child yeah and you control the reapers and you just push them back in the deep space you're like bye everybody hope you remember me yeah it was like all endings were just kind of like this that one makes sense but yeah like you said they really really needed but to what a weird way of like having a and then the good guy walks off into the sunset there like, was no because in all three shepherd dies yeah well and when he dies and he's like i am the reapers now i'm gonna go just kick it over yeah he's essentially he's become like the sovereign yeah. or like the star child where he because just but also, though, if you're like pure renegade and you chose to control all the Reapers, like, I feel like I would be like, well, I'm not leaving. I'm going to make sure everyone behaves. I would be Skynet. I would be a universal, like, <laughs> and see, I big wish, brother Skynet. And I wish they would have done something cool like that, you but know? they didn't. <laughs> like, and yeah, we'd help out everyone as much as possible. Because I think the like, renegade ending is blowing everything up. Because like, that's the red choice, you know, red renegade. Though, like, you'd be like, okay, release the gen- or cure the genophage. Release the genophage. And so it's like, fine, the Krogans can reproduce again. Awesome. Ribbit, proud, ribbit. happy. Ribbit. And then, <laughs> but if they started, like, that conquest thing... By the way, I also am all of the Reapers and can shut your planet down at any time. <laughs> what know? if what if all the Reapers turn into a giant Voltron Reaper and then they came? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> we, have, we have Reaper lions. With our powers combined, <laughs> we are. But no, they definitely needed to expand on all those endings. Because yeah. even the after credits is like people wandering the woods or something. It was like, like his power, dream. It yeah, was like it a was, PowerPoint slide, wasn't it? It was yeah, just like was just, just these like digital images and of, visuals. And I'm like, okay, yeah. like I just remember I just got more and more and then disappointed yeah, i don't know they they really should have made the endings feel different and i'm, I'm like well they what if they make a fourth game well then that's well, when they you, are making a fourth game great but you know what you can still build off of all three they do sure. it all the time off of games that have multiple endings sure um the other thing that i think we have to talk about is the utter lack of a boss battle oh geez just, yeah that just, really like once you do a decent kind of not really hard thing with some evil banshees i think there's yeah. three or four of them you take them out i think they had wasn't it like a funny name for them they had going like the shield boss or something it was just like I, a I, random guy with shield it was, it was so like stupid. the arctic yakshi that had been corrupted and there's a like couple of them and you take them out and then that's the last person you really have then to you kill. walk into the beam and then you walk into a beam and then it's just dialogue the game and what's funny too is if you, if you have the art book art book which yeah. my brother did uh, if you look, it looks like they actually had schematics and stuff for a final boss with the elusive man turning into like a reaper tech like Sarah oh, yeah, did yeah, in yeah. the first game. And it's like, ah, it's just so hard coming down from two games where they had such great final bosses. Yeah. And then like, and that's fine if you don't want a final boss, but then you gave us a star child who still gave us evasive answers just, to all of our questions. And basically just mansplained the entire universe yeah. to us in the point of the game. It's You're like, too stupid. Oh, you don't understand. Yeah. We have to destroy people because they advance too much. And what's wrong with that? Shut up. You don't get it. I'm a <laughs> If child. only you were smarter. <laughs> if only your dumb, dumb brain could comprehend my big, big I thoughts. am star child. Leave alone. Um, like Yeah. Everything about the ending was just... And it's it's Bad. like it's like eating the best meal of your life, right? And it's it's great, it's delicious, it's everything. <laughs> and then, uh, like they give you like a little Debbie's cupcake <laughs> for dessert. You get a you get a steak dinner and, it, and, and all this, and, and it's even kind of stale. And they like, even open the silver platter lid, and, and you just and it's so maddening because it's like you want to re- like when you remember everything great, but you can't not think mm-hmm. about that little Debbie, the stale uh, little Debbie ending. So bad because it it just became so prevalent, <laughs> you know. Well, it's that, it's that stale Debbie aftertaste. And I think the other moment that I was really missing was feeling like the universe was behind me. Like there was so much political infighting and you had to save this person because in order to save this person, then this person would do this for you. So that way this person can do this and a big old spider web. I wanted, I wanted a massive charge at the very, very end. Or something more than just what you got. I wanted an Elcor. I wanted a Vorcha. I wanted, uh, I wanted everything that could hold a gun behind me at some point shooting the way we're doing I'm something like like at least with the Gethon, like the, oh we have our fighter planes every once in a while you see one zoom by yeah. or something we're like yeah i want to see the elcor go into battle yeah that'd be great i want to see a valerian go into battle you know yeah something like that 
um, Blasto, you know, could Blasto. really just come yeah. on and just really show his work. I mean, we know Batarians are always shooting guns. So yeah, where are they at? Yeah, that's true. Batarians and Vorchers have not stopped shooting guns. Well, where are they at? I think Vorcher mostly on Omega at this point. Oh, probably. And, you know, Batarians are pretty mad at Yeah, that's like, maybe. <laughs> so maybe they don't show up. No, didn't Vorcher join? There, I thought there was one or two races that joined the... But I could be wrong. You know, honestly, I didn't. I never really kept tabs on Vorch. I was like, oh, you don't look. kind of a behind the scenes I was race. Like, ooh, like, I bet you guys have rabies or something. Yeah, like, they were ooh. just like kind of created because we need an ugly, cool race, evil though. Oh, enemy, yeah. you know, kind of race. They kind of remind me of Larflees from like Green Lantern. Oh, yeah. I they think look without a doubt. Very much like him. That's an exact one. Um, other than that, though, if you had to change other things in three, besides obviously the ending and like the uh, squad members kind of like copping out. Yeah. Was there any other major... Uh, plot points you just didn't like you know i i have to admit uh there i i wish i could have piloted the normandy for a little bit you know you never really i mean you get the the thing right you i mean you go, get to you, yeah, yeah you I mean, get to yeah. go around but like a little bit of an action sequence yeah would have been kind of nice um and this is just a like a wish list at this point right but if we're talking about plot um you know i think the ending is just really the main crux of the fix you know, for me, I kind of wish they did a little bit more with the Rachni Queen. Oh, and I, yeah. And I know, like, you know, it's cool. Like, the Paragon one's fine. They, you end up getting them as war support. That's fine. But, like, the bad one, they just made a Reaper clone. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I wish there was something a little more. Like, I want somebody to really slap you on the wrist for that one. Like, yeah. really give you a talking to. But it was more just like, oh, here's an extra boss or something. Well, like. It's like they already had designed the level. And they right. already had the, like, the queen idea in there. And so they had to kind of dance around, like, well, if you're good... It's the real one, but if not, we'll slap some right. wires coming out. And say I, I get that. And, and like, yeah, it betrays you and all that's cool and fine. But like, just leave it out. Make sure they're dead. Don't even clone it. Yeah. Like, just do, just some, do something completely but different. And the, the sad part is they also tied that heavily with Grunt's loyalty yeah. mission. So it's like. Which I wish they wouldn't have done either. If, if, if uh, Yeah, it was fine. It was exactly. It's fine, but it's but not like, like I, it's. It should have been a, like if you kill the Rachnite Queen and Grunt doesn't make it and you keep Grunt in the tube the entire time. You shouldn't be able like that whole mission should right. just be done. And like, I love the fact that you can keep him in the tube the entire time. It's so great. And also, I think one of the things I would change about three is you a tube baby forever. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be so wrinkly. <laughs> I wish every time you saw him as you progress through missions, you just get more pruny. <laughs> <laughs> or like every once in a while, you'd see him like open one eye and look at his watch, and then look close one eye. <laughs> is and, it my time? Any yet? time, Shepard. Um. But well, no, I think it was a little married and on release and it's, it's fixed in the legacy edition, but it was a little married to the internet too much. Oh, because yeah. you, in order to get like the highest score, you had to go on and play some online oh, shenanigans to yeah. get the right amount of points. Yeah. You had to do a bunch of points. multiplayer stuff. Yeah. And, I'm glad they took that out. And in then, the legendary, because even remember there was the secret, secret ending where yep. Shepard goes, <gasps> and that was it. And it's like, wow. Which doesn't make sense because, I don't know. You fell from space. Yeah. Like, you, you, clearly we've talked about how that kills you already. Like, <laughs> like unless you're straight up God mode. Right. Your armor's been blown off. At least give the man a concussion. You know, just if anything, make the man concussed. <laughs> at least forgetful. Yeah. <laughs> or Dick Van Dyke clumsy. Or just, he just has a, uh, <laughs> hits his head, doesn't remember anything over the last thing. Like last thing I remember, I was on Eden Prime. And we had just run into Ashley. Oh my God. That'd be a great fourth game. He bangs his head, thinks he's Blasto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Oh man. So as far we, I think we pretty much covered most of three. As yeah. far as one, I want to go back to that because I feel okay. like, Yeah replaying it again and having a fresher perspective on it. Like I remember I, I, for some reason I thought it would be longer. Oh yeah. And then when I get through it, I'm like, it's only like seven missions sure. or something like that. Yeah. There's a lot of side quests, but sure. really they kind of gave me that, uh, the final fantasy 15. Okay. Um, kind of vibe where it's just like, here's a couple hallways and you'll, oh, you'll open the a ending door. Of 15. Yeah. Y you mean the unfinished part of 15? <laughs> oh, it was finished. It was just very, very bad. But that's how every side mission felt on the first one. Like you go to a, it was fine the first couple times, but they kept repeating it. Yeah. You go to a space station or you go to like a bunker out on this planet mm -hmm. and for crying out loud, I don't want to be on the Mako that long. Oh, the co controls still aren't that great in legendary. Yeah. yeah they're fine. But like, but oh my God, Remember that Goodness, game. It's annoying. That game came out for the original Xbox, right? Oh, I know. It wasn't even a PlayStation right. release. It wasn't until two. But uh, they just, they just lean so heavily on driving that janky Mango yeah. Mango, and you're like, please no, just yeah. stop. I don't want to. And it's the same map layout. Like it's just a big rectangle. Yep. And like, 
go to every quarter. Or, and how it's like, I think I should be able to climb this hill. Right. And you can't no. climb it. And they're like, I shouldn't be able to climb this hill. And then you're like at a pure, like straight up and down going up a hill. It's it's so strange because the it, physics were all over the, the physics place. felt like Skyrim on a horse. Yeah. Which I don't have you played Skyrim at all? Uh, no. So when you normally when you're playing Skyrim, you can kind of jump up mountains, kind of. Yeah. But when you're on a horse, it defies all physics and you just like walk straight Super up the wall. Horse. The Mako Spider felt like horse. a it felt like a mix of those two. Okay. Like you're like sometimes I can go straight up, sometimes nope. <laughs> um I also like I was really really happy that they and I believe they ditched a lot of like you have to get the um uh when you're trying to get all of the elements. Oh, because there's yeah. always a part where like I think first time playing through, you think it's fun because it's a new, like different side mission. But when you're replaying, you're like, okay, this is the two hours that I have to spend going from planet to planet to try and get enough ore so that way I can upgrade my blasters. It's just, it feels like a grinding halt. It's really just for completionists. And once you do it the first time and get that trophy, you're like, okay, never again. And two, you have to do it. Oh, two, yeah. Two is way different rodeo. You literally have to, or else you uh, have issues with uh, upgrading all of your stuff. Right. Two. Two made it a point to actually do stuff. Yeah. And they didn't make everything so mundane. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess as long as you tie it in, because if you don't, then like you lose two characters here and you lose two characters there. Yeah. Um, Your war power goes down in three. And no. like everybody gets the war sad. assets. The war, the war that's what assets. That's Yeah. And I guess you, I just wish the one, the one other kind of issue I had that I wish they would have changed is making it a little bit more clear of so say you have an option, um, I'm talking to, you know, Anderson and I can either be good or bad or medium. And the good is saying, yeah, that's great. Uh, the bad is going, you can go all the way to hell and medium's going like, well, let's think. So you <laughs> clink, uh, so you click like, uh, that's great. And then what he says isn't really exactly what you clicked. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, no, I know so exactly you what click, you're talking yeah, about. And you think he'd be, he's like, well, I just, I don't know. It's like, well, I, no, I didn't click. I don't know. I clicked. Okay, and just at well, every once in a while, no, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, didn't line up the way they should have. Because like in one, yeah, you'd be clicking on stuff, and they'd be like, "Oh, well, you can say like, let's go get pasta," and he'd be like, "Hey, I really love toasted ravioli," and you're like, "Wait a minute, that's not Italian." What? <laughs> okay, so then let's let's. <laughs> what is your favorite moment? And I know where we've out talked all, about like, out of all like let, let's wrap this all up with the defining favorite moment of the Mass Effect Legacy. Everything. Start to finish. You can't say everything. It's cheap. You can't do that. <laughs> well, Decline. I will say one of my favorite moments in the game, being a big horror fan and all, is exactly um, when they started abducting people off the ship and you get put as Joker and you have to walk around. Yeah, it's boring and you're just hobbling around, but man, is that terrifying. The atmosphere that that quick little scene oh, man. created. I wish they would do more of that in the series too. Was It was phenomenal. It really, really was. Oh, yeah. Just such a switch. And like just to go just straight to and, – and that was that was fantastic. I also have to say like this, the magnitude of and scope of some of the scenes. So you're in the one of the collector bases. Oh, and you yeah. Like, you, you go out of a tunnel and then you just look up and it is like miles of like honeycombed – people that they have abducted over the years and you just like have to take a step back and realize oh s like i yeah. am in way too same deep. when you're in the suicide mission just the vastness of that like oh area yeah. and like every oh i gotta make split choices now yeah like, um also i love the uh in three and i know i've talked a lot about the dlc especially the uh after the game was released the kind right. of like the we're sorry dlc but uh if you go through there are some amazing, like there's an arcade that they added that you can go through. You actually have to complete it to get the 100% Jack's oh, I didn't know this. Uh, final stuff. Uh, that's always great. But I, I really want to uh, praise the writing of the party scene. Have you? Oh, the party scene. The yeah. party scene at the end of three. Like whenever I talk about Mass Effect, I have to say that's my number one favorite because it's if, if you have everyone, it's the moment that you've been waiting for. The the collection of everyone together, finally having conversations, non-combat based, and you are, and and everyone just gets drunk. Like everyone, gets, so it's like, you know, Jack and I think Jacob are doing a pull-up contest. I think Tally just throws a drink yeah, on Tally, her field. Tally sh- throws up. She wakes up shield, next, yeah. I think she wakes up in the shower or, or Grunt um, wakes up in the shower. Yeah. Like, I just remember like when I finally played through and it was my first time with the DLC and I was like, you know, I knew that the ending was going to happen. And I got that. I was like, oh, this this really made it feel like it was worth it. 
Like everyone got a goodbye. Everyone right. got a a moment with Shepard alone where they could flesh out why and you know the why he's for the, the bestest of buds. Yeah, oh, I love it. Oh, I love this no, game that was so great. freaking much. And you know, honestly, I kind of wish the. F- I mean, you know, for the time it, they made it, the first one, like back to that one, like I wish they would have done more with like what you said, the perspective shots, and like, oh yeah, the just scope. play around with play around the sci fi thing because mm-hmm. it really felt like they did that with two. Like you got like all sorts of. I mean, they did a little bit with the Ragnar Queen, yeah. like the aliens kind of vibe, but like you needed more. Two had a hopeful kind of sci fi. Three was very doom and gloom. Oh yeah. Like the second you start three, we're like, oh, we're losing the war. It was like Independence Day with no winning. At yeah. The end. It's just the last half of Independence Day. <laughs> it's the last like, half of Independence Day. <laughs> um, Welcome to Earth. So, okay. Uh, let's jump to this. Matt, you know, they're making a four. It's been announced. Oh really? Finally. So, and it's not Andromeda. I don't believe it has anything to do with Hold Andromeda. On. Let me, let me look that up. Oh, weird. Written by George R. R. Martin. Oh God, it's never coming out. <laughs> never but um, coming. Um, um, but what do you would you do you want Commander Shepard to be the main character? I think we can move on. You I think, think so? I think we can find somebody else. Kind of like what Andromeda did, but you know, don't really. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna dabble too much in Andromeda, but because it's you know, it's, it's well, Andromeda was. It's okay. It's not. I, it felt like a game. That was an okay game. Right. That they retooled and just slapped a whole bunch of Mass Effect yeah. labels and stickers on. I was on. trying to think of a nice way to say it, but I guess that's kind of it. They're kind of like, like yeah, it was yeah. more like, can I copy your homework? Yeah. But I, I really felt <laughs> but like. But change the name, so. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, and the, the only, and I know we're jumping mediums here, but like, so when I watched the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix. Yes. That to me felt like somebody had written a movie about somebody having a psychological break. And just. And then, like, the movie studio was like, oh, I mean, it's good, but how do we make this, like, really prevalent? And someone's like, what if we just said that was the Joker? And someone's like, well, I don't think that makes sense timeline-wise. They're like, no, no, it's fine. Put a coat, paint a coat, or put paint on his face, say he's the Joker, and then <laughs> it, now it's a comic book movie right. about, and now it sells so Easily. much more. Yeah. And I feel like the Mass Effect Andromeda game was a game that they're like, it's good, but we don't have that, like slap a, a right. real way to sell it and so they're like oh just slap a slap mass effect on there yeah and then that'll put like put it up into the sky oh actually you don't be a really good fourth edition i don't uh do you remember the adoring fan oh um you meet him in one he comes back burning yeah. something yeah yeah, yeah. uh that'd if be great what, if him? He, what yeah what if he just took over the mantle have you actually that'd read be great like, you know he ends up being like a super genius and helps you with missions yeah in three? that's what i'm saying like I, I just wish he would do that. I, that'd be such a great little Vernon twist. Vernon Conrad, like, right? Something yeah. like that. And then you could even do like that graphic novel thing they do. And some of them were like, oh, were you kind or mean to him in the beginning? Oh, <laughs> and yeah, like, you yeah. would play off that and be like. Okay, so even if it's a brand new character, which I'm 100% down for. Yeah. I still think if you have the legacy and like, I just want something that acknowledges previous decisions. Oh, yeah. You know what I, I mean, mean, it definitely needs to be in the future, not in the past. We don't yeah. need a prequel. But like, yeah, let's and honestly, there's so many ways you can go. Like you could even be like a Cerberus agent. Do you rebuild Cerberus? Do you? I don't think anyone's going to let Cerberus be rebuilt. Well, no, it's like, not. A, I yeah, really, but I'm just saying like you could you could there's so many different routes you can go. You'd be like part of the rebuilding crew of the world or like uh, maybe even start a Church of Reaper. Church of Reaper. <laughs> you could do a tons it's of things. Church of Geth. Church of Geth. I would, of Geth. Yeah. I, would, I would join the Church of Geth. I was just saying they left so much to play with. I'm excited for it, though. Look. Whatever whatever it is. Oh, it's probably going to sure be. I'm sure it's going to be well, great. Well, we'll I see. Say. Andromeda was coming. Yeah, I was going to say it's like. It's you, all right. You want to say it's going to be fantastic, but you hope that it's just okay. Yeah, it's kind of like the appetizer. Because let's be honest, nothing's going to beat two. No, no, never. All right, Matt. I think uh, I think that's everything. Did you have a good day today? Uh, I, I think I did. Did you? I did. Uh, I do believe we have one more spokesperson who would like to come in. Oh, yeah. And give us our official uh, head out. Uh, yes, I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite podcast on the Citadel. All right. Thank you guys so much, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.